Hi everyone, Alex here with a quick word from our newest sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is your one-stop shop for tickets for everything from live theater and concerts to sporting events like Rays games. SeatGeek uses a color-coded scale to show you where the best deals are, with green being good and red being bad. If you haven't used SeatGeek before, we have a special deal just for you. Use code RAISETHEROOF, that's RAISE spelled R-A-Y-S, at checkout for $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. Again, that's code raise the roof for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Thanks so much to SeatGeek for sponsoring us, and let's get back to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. It's time to raise the roof for our latest regular season episode. Welcome back, everyone, to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Sorry about the echo in the current place that I'm at. I'm in the library, and shout out to my local library for being a great place to get Wi-Fi and uh, find somewhere private to go <laughs> record a podcast episode. Uh, we have a great episode for you guys today. Uh, we have a special guest on. Uh, right now, it's me and Evan, our special guest, and Gibby will be coming on in just a bit. Um but yeah, so we have a lot of things to talk about. Obviously, the Rays have had an, an interesting week, to say the least. Uh, ended well with a sweep of the Pirates. Uh, the Brewers are coming to town over the next couple of days. So the return of Mike Brasso and Willie Adamas. And if you guys actually liked Hunter Renfro when he was on the Rays, he's also coming back. Uh, plus, I mean, you know, it's the Brewers. So Christian Yelich, all of that, uh, Corbin Burns. Um, so yeah, so we have a lot of things to talk about. But first... And foremost, let's introduce our special guest. If you guys don't know who he is, he just want to make sure he um, pilots the Eagle 8 uh, helicopter for WFLA. They get all that right, Paul? Yeah, I, I ride in the back. I don't actually fly it. I'm in the back. I operate the camera and I'm the reporter up there. Yeah, and so, I think so if you guys don't know Paul Lamison, he he is, if you guys have ever seen Eagle 8 out there, if you guys watch WFLA, all that stuff, Paul is there. Paul is reporting. He is everywhere and anywhere all at once, it seems like. Uh, and if you guys don't know or haven't followed what happened earlier in the year, he is actually throwing out the first pitch tomorrow for the Rays. Uh, so that's really cool. So, uh, Paul, thanks so much for coming on the pod. How are you? I'm good. It's great to be here. I enjoy all things Rays. So this is fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to talk about kind of how this thing has gone first. Um, Evan, uh, well, uh, okay, let's get the, let, let's get the elephant out of the room here. Cause it happened like two days ago, the lightning lost uh, yeah. Cup, and it sucks, but dynasty is technically still going on and the avalanche fully deserved it. I just hate Stan Kroenke and I hate him with a fervent passion, but that's not for the hockey thing of it. It's for, cause he owns Arsenal and he screwed up Arsenal, but that's, that's, no, sure he owns that. like every he owns like every he owns a lot it seems like I mean, yeah a lot like of people of hate him because he's done a lot of bad things as as owners of different teams but um i mean he's got, hey, a, sh- he's, he's got a lombardi and a stanley cup in about six months so that's that is true but but i mean yeah hey shout out to the avalanche and sucks for the um lightning i'm sure both of you guys watch the game mm-hmm. yeah for it's better or worse. I, I can't stand watching them lose <laughs> I know, especially over the last couple of years. I'm not necessarily a Bolts fan myself. I just kind of like supporting the team because, you know, it's part of this thing and it's cool and it's fun to be part of it. And, uh, I mean, the last two years have been definitely uh, a lot of winning for this franchise and a lot of Stanley yeah. Cups or two, to be exact. But 
Um, the the it's the the dynasty isn't dead yet. It's not even close to being dead. There's still and a lot to be done. I'm I'm not a Lightning fan either. Um, but if I were, and I'm not saying that they lost series due to the refs, but man, those refs were extremely iffy in Game Six. Like tough calls. I I I know you probably think that, Paul. But I mean, both the both the Habs goals were questionable to say the least. I mean, delayed penalty, and then I don't know how that wasn't a hooking or an interference call. To me, it's just ridiculous when you make it all the way to the Stanley Cup and the refs do play a big part of it. Now, the Lightning were injured, but still, I I just don't like to see bad calls. I like, I mean, I'm a fan of instant replay. I I wish the Major League Baseball would have an automatic strike count. I think that would help because nothing's worse. And I mean, I'll take it all the way back to the Rays in the World Series against the Phillies when I think they gave Roy Halladay every call on the outside of the plate, nothing even strikes. And that basically is why the Rays lost. So yeah, I don't like bad refs. That was, I mean, I, as, I mean, it just, it made me feel bad for, I've, like I said, I think the abs were the better team. I think the abs win anyways, but I mean, it, uh, it is very frustrating. Part of it. I agree. Yeah. The refs, they, they, some, some refs want to make it about the ref show and it's just annoying how some refs want the attention and, they aren't the most important thing of the game, obviously. So it's just frustrating to see that, but it sucks regardless. Also, I, I don't, Holiday wasn't on the Phillies until 2010. Were you thinking of like Cole Hamels? Cole Hamels. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to make I sure. In my mind. Uh, I was at game five. So I, uh, I mean, then again, we, we don't have to go into that. Um, I know that's frustrating. Yeah. Um, that was a, that was an interesting game to say the least. And it was wild just to be part of it and be there, uh, through the rain and all of that. That was, that has to be one of the weirdest baseball games, just like, like from start to finish with everything, how it happened it being over two days, uh, definitely wild, but you know, unfortunately, again, going back to lightning, unfortunately they ended up losing the series, but now all the attention could be put on the race. So that means all you lightning fans who are definitely all race fans start watching this stupid team, please. I mean, they're not stupid, but like watch the team more, please. More attention, more focus, more, you know, we, we need it. The Rays need it because it's been. They're still a stupid team, but they're less frustrating than they were a week ago. So Yeah, it was. Yeah, Paul. The defense is coming around. Yeah. yeah how do you. Uh, base, the base how do you feel about sucks, it? But... Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how do you feel about what you've seen so far this year with the team? I like it. I think they're, I think they're doing good. They're, my worst thing about the Rays is I can't stand the Yankees. So this year that the Rays are not beating up on the Yankees, to me, that's hard to watch. I don't like the Yankees at all, but the Rays have played overall. They've played pretty good. You have to remember where they're coming from. They don't have a payroll. They don't have the superstars, but they find ways to win. And that's what I like. I mean, they, the trades all seem to work out at some point. And so, so far, so good this year. I mean, I want to see more from Kevin Kiermeyer. I want to see more from some of the players we expect to be able to hit maybe over 200, but, they're, they're good, and I, I enjoy watching them. Yeah, well, speaking of trades working out, I mean, one has already seemed to be working out in great fashion over the last, let's say, week, definitely. Uh, Isak Paredes won AL Player of the Week, which is just an astounding thing. I definitely wouldn't have said that at the start of the year. I don't know if anyone would have said that at the start of the year, but here we are. I hit five bombs in the last week. He's leading the team. He's the only guy in double digits with 10, which, again, another statement I thought I would never say. But honestly, I'm, I mean – 
and half of those were in a week. Yeah, so that's insane. but yeah. I, I will say the good thing with that is that it's showing because I think he'd only hit two career home runs coming into this year or three. Mm-hmm. So him already hitting 10 by June, I know, or, you know, late June, early July. I mean, that's a really, really good sign moving forward because I think he's 23, still under team control for a few years, at least I would assume, because he's young, he's still under a rookie deal. I mean, that's a great sign for the Rays moving forward that they have someone who is now figuring out launch angle, figuring out um, all of that stuff. It's like kind of what Yandi did when he first got here, but I think that Paredes has figured it out a little bit more because Yandy's still hitting a lot of line drives and Paredes is definitely lifting the ball up a lot more. So that's a positive. That's a really, really big positive. And I mean, he's had a great week. I mean, three homers in a game. He's, he's been as automatic as you can imagine. These are things that I'm still like, like I'm happily surprised that they're happening. I'm, I'm happily surprised that it's, that it's happening the way it is, but I, the offense is still incredibly frustrating, but definitely, I mean, the, uh, the sweep definitely against better though, definitely better. The sweep against the pirates was, was very encouraging, really, really good sign moving forward. Um, I don't know. Uh, Paul, starting with you, how, like this last week, I know the week before we don't even need to talk about the week before no. that was a bad week, but how are you feeling about the team right now? Kind of with like, like especially over this last week, how are you feeling about things? I like the way they look. My concern is, are the Pirates as bad as I think they are? The Rays are definitely a solid team. I think where the Rays get into trouble is against teams like the Yankees, and I'm, I'm worried about the Brewers. I think the Brewers are really going to show where the Rays are mm-hmm. because the Brewers seem like a really good team. They're putting it together, and that'll be a tough one. The Pirates... I mean, a couple hits here and there, and they lose two of those games. So I'm still cautiously optimistic. I still think the offense needs to get better. I, you can't have – I was watching uh, two of the games over at my brother's house, and we were watching, and there's a stretch of like five guys batting under 200. And you, you can't have that in the major leagues. You can't have that many players in the one-whatever averages. And granted, they always find a way. So, again, I am cautiously optimistic because I like the Rays. I want to see them do good. I never really think they're going to win the World Series. But I think they have a chance every year because of coaching, just the player's heart, the soul, the hustle. So, again, the Pirates, I I don't know how good they are. They don't look very good. But the Rays... The Rays are the Rays, and I'm, I'm going to root for them. So that's a roundabout answer, well, too. Paul. I want them to win. Look at that. <laughs> Gibby's, Gibby's officially here wearing his boat Prater Bush shirt. Look at that. There you go. Sponsor, cross, cross sponsorship. So, yeah, Gibby, we were just talking about um, kind of how the last week has gone. Uh, since you just got on, let's go to you. Um, how did you kind of feel about how the last week, especially that, that last series, has gone for the team? Uh, you know, the pirate series, pretty good. We swept them, you know, can't really complain about that. Uh, the Yankee series, it was a little disappointing. I mean, I like taking one game from them at least, but you know, that was all on the back of Isaac Paredes. So all I have to say about the team is that thank God for Isaac Paredes, um, right now, because I, th- I feel like we would 
have like two more losses right now if it wasn't for him because I I feel like he really took control in one of the Pirates games. He walked it off. Um, he had like three hits that night. Um, and then in the Yankees game, the second Yankees game, he um, three home runs obviously off of Cortez. I mean, not not all, all off of Cortez, but one off of Cortez, showing a kink in the armor of Cortez, who is a AL um, Cy Young contender right now, along with um, Shane. So it was nice. It was nice to get the Cortez. I feel like that was kind of a satisfying win, but it wasn't. It wasn't good to uh, be a home series and then lose two of those games, especially when they're both very close, even though. With all this uh, offensive power, the Yankees have um, it was still it was still very close. And I mean, you've seen the Yankees now. Um, I mean, they they just got no hit, but then the next day they're they're walking them off. So I mean, it's just a little weird. Um, the way the AL East is right now. Um, even the Orioles are are a good team. Um, like they're they're doing better than the Angels. Who are? That's a that's I mean, a strange. You can, you can compare you can compare the salaries there, right? <laughs> I, I mean, but getting back to the Rays, um, yeah, I mean, the last week it's been chaotic. I I I went on a little tangent there, but like it's it's oh, been good, a chaotic week. But I mean, we came out pretty good, other than uh, Orioles series loss, um. Yankees series lost, but you know the Orioles haven't lost. When was the last time they lost a series? Was it June? It's it's been a while. No, it's been a while. They haven't. It's been, it's been way longer than that. It's been um, since like April. April, yeah, something crazy. It's crazy. Like that. Um. So yeah, everyone's just popping off in the AL East. There's four teams right now that are, that are. Um. If the season ended right now, um, four teams would make it in the AL East, and only one being excluded. Is the Orioles there? Um, us taking the last spot as of right now, but we're on. It's a two-game difference between uh, fourth place and, and second place, so it's just it's really heating up here. It is um, wild. It's weird. Uh, Evan, I'm talking now. Sorry. No, 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 you're all good. Uh, Evan, I wanted to. Well, I asked you obviously about the last week or so, but then also. Um, Cause I know that we didn't, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Josh Loga called back up. Jonathan Aranda came up for his major league debut. Uh, Luke, Luke really came up for his raise debut. All of them have looked pretty good. I know, I know Aranda got called back. Um, I, I, I feel like Lowe has been a much better player since he's, I know the average isn't necessarily there, but he just looks more confident at the plate. I don't know what your thoughts are. Not, not just about that, but also about kind of last few games. I mean, it's definitely looking upwards. Um, in comparison to the week and a half before uh, the Yankee series in New York and then the Baltimore series in Baltimore, then the New York series in the drop. Um, those were really rough three series um, for the Rays. It's just not in terms of that. We lost a lot of games in what was it? That was nine games. Um, it's that we lost a lot of games that we should have won. I mean, the Yankees, I think we gave away three or four of those games just based on unearned runs um, at a point. I think that we had, that we had given up six runs in the series and five of those six runs were unearned. Like that's just insane. And I think the one run was the judge first inning uh, home running on McClanahan. Um, mm -hmm. That was about 
360 right center. So that's going out in no other stadium, but Yankee stadium. Um, but it seems like we've cleaned it up a little bit within the last week. Um, we definitely, we needed to, we did what we needed to do against Pittsburgh. Um, two of those games weren't the cleanest games. Um, Friday was all right. Friday. I mean, the, the new guys played really, really well. Rayleigh and Aranda had two, uh, an RBI piece. So that's a very, very good sign. Um, and then Saturday was awesome. Saturday was a game that we had been losing all of like the whole season, basically those close games that we couldn't quite come back. And we finally did that. So that was really, really good to see it. Then Sunday McClanahan was just, just doing what he did has been doing the whole year. So that was an awesome series overall, overall. Um, and yeah, it's great to see the new guys doing well. Um, and even Taylor Walls played really well in the series. Bruhan seems to be looking a little bit more comp, like confident at the plate. Josh Lowe, he, he is hitting the ball harder. It's just not, unfortunately not being, it's like, it's kind of like Yandy just smoking the ball. It's just right at the defense. So he'll find those holes eventually. Um, but, but yeah, it seems like our offense is getting a little bit of momentum and even though the Brewers pitching staff is nuts, hopefully we can, we can uh, bring that this week. Sure. Um, I thought O'Neill Cruz was going to dominate us, by the way, but he only got in like two hits. I don't think he did anything. That, yeah, he, he, didn't, didn't, he didn't score runs. It was Diego, Diego Castillo had a series. He went off this series, didn't he? Yeah. The wrong, the wrong Diego Castillo, the other one. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. That was uh, funny. Yeah. So that leads us into this series. And, um, one of the main reasons why we have Paul on, because like I said at the start of the pod, uh, he'll be throwing out the first pitch in tomorrow's game, which is the – so the Rays are playing a two-game series against the Brewers, so he'll be throwing uh, the first pitch out with um, for Wednesday's game. So I, I – I already asked him how, how he's going to, like, throw it? No. Well, like, we're getting that's into that. It's going to be his strat. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we are, yeah, no, we're going to get into that. So um, – Paul, I, if I'm not mistaken, everything kind of happened. It was like a surprise type thing that, that was all announced on TV. Can you go into a little bit more detail about how, I guess, everything came to be when it comes to throwing out the first pitch? How it started was last season. I, I always joke, my shtick is I'm never super serious. I always tell people I can play for the Rays, the Bucks, the Lightning, the Rowdies, whoever wants me to play. And so I started with the Rays and saying, if they need me, I can play. And then I said, well, they should have me throw out the first pitch during the playoffs. Well, surprisingly, someone from the Rays heard it and replied to me on Twitter and said, we're all booked up, but we'll definitely do it next season. So to me, that sounds like, yeah, whatever, just be quiet. They're never going to let me. Why would they let me throw out a first pitch? So then this year rolls around. And we're flying one day and we have to land because there's low fog. So we land at the airport and the producer's talking to me over my headset saying, hey, we need the picture. And I go, we're landing because of fog. They go, no, we need it. So I gave them a picture of downtown and you can see the fog. And they said, no, no, we need the talent cam, which not that I'm talent, but that's what they call the camera. So they put the camera on or I flipped the camera on me. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, what in the world are they doing? Next thing I start listening and Avery Cotton, who's one of our anchors, she starts reading and they say that Raymond is at the station for a day of kindness. So Raymond's there with signs saying, Paul, will you throw out the first pitch? 
And I mean, I was I was stunned. I didn't know it would really happen. I, I, I knew that they were talking about it, but I never really thought they would let me do it. So when they did that, I was just like, oh, my gosh, it was so to me, it was cool. And I told Avery because Avery, who's one of our anchors, she knows somebody in the Rays PR. And so I think she kind of pushed it along. And so I told her, I go, I've been at Channel 8 for 29 years. And in the 29 years, this is the nicest thing anybody has ever done for me there, including the station. I mean, they've kept me employed, so that's nice. But <laughs> to get to throw out the first pitch at a Rays game is just, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. And it was so cool. And so that happened at the beginning of the season. But everybody was asking me, when are you throwing it out? And for a while, I didn't know the date. So I kept telling them I was probably going to do it on an away game over Zoom. That's what I thought they'd do to me. But lo and behold, they called. And I mean, I was hoping for a weekend game, but I'm not a weekend guy. So I'm a, I'm a midweek guy, I guess. So they picked and the afternoon game works great for us because everybody on our morning shift, a lot of the people have to be in earlier than me and I'm in at 5 a.m. So I go to bed around nine o'clock. So I can't stay up for a lot of late games. So it was just so cool. And I said, yeah, of course, Wednesday days. That's that's awesome. So working up to this, uh, it was last week, I called the Rays and I said, hey, is there any way I can come and talk to somebody well about throwing out the first pitch and possibly throwing it? And the PR people are like, well, the players probably won't. They're, it's a busy day for them. They won't be able to. But, hey, we have a coach. Would you be okay with that? And I'm like, yeah, anybody, as long as I get to go into the trop. So I went into the trop, and it was Stan Borowski, the bullpen coach. And I really didn't know anything about him. I kind of knew who he was just because I know a lot of the coaching staff. I don't know them, but I know who they are. And when he came out, he was awesome. He was so cool. He talked about he lives over near Orlando. He fishes every day in the offseason. He's just a super cool guy. I talked to him because he was drafted in 1981 by the Brewers, I believe. And so that was cool. And he was just, he played along with it. Like the story ran today and it's going to run again on channel eight. You can see it on YouTube, but he was, he played along with it. Like I was the best pitcher in the world. We're throwing just to warm up. And he's like, Oh, I go, I got some pop. Don't I? He's like, Oh yeah. My hand's starting to hurt. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. And then when I went to the bullpen, I went back to the rubber and threw a couple. Then I go, okay, I'm ready. And so he gets down in the catching position and starts like, let's go, let's go. Come on, come on. Come. And I'm like, this is so cool. And so I wind up and I throw one and it was the best throw I had that day. And it was right down the middle. He catches it and he's like, oh, oh man, I can't do any more. This guy's awesome. And so we had an interaction and I'm like, who's your newest pitcher? And he points at me, he goes, this guy. And so Stan was awesome. So he's now my new favorite, like Ray's coach. I, I think he's like right up there with Kevin Cash even though Kevin's a manager, but it was so cool and so fun. So now here we are today and Wednesday is when I throw out the first pitch. So I'm psyched and I'm old. So I haven't played baseball, baseball since high school. So I graduated almost, I graduated 40 years ago. So it's been like 30 something years since I threw an actual baseball because I played slow pitch softball and I've played that for 25 years but the release is all different. So I started throwing and I couldn't figure out how to get the ball to 
just come out of my hand right. Nothing felt right. So I bought a dozen baseballs. I bought a pitching net. I go out in my backyard, set it up, mark off 60 some odd feet and start throwing. First day I threw, I threw my arm out. My arm was so sore, but then I kept going. And I've been going down to Palmasia Little League. They have a little bullpen for the on the Pony League size field, the real field. And I've been doing that. And I've figured out how my best grip is for the baseball, how I don't get it to tail. My ball tails a lot and I have no control. So I've ended up figuring out if I throw, Stan was telling me to throw the four finger fastball, but I found if I turn it and go on the two seams with my thumb down here, I can actually control it better. And then now I'm actually rotating it and going back seam like this. And that's how I throw it. So I'm going to throw as fast Ooh. as I can, which is probably 99, 100, or maybe 30, one of the two. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it, try to keep it straight like I'm playing catch. And the Rays asked who I wanted to catch, because normally I guess they have Raymond do it. And I said, if you could, I'd love Brett Phillips to catch me, because tomorrow I've already planned out my outfit. I have my uh, Baseball is Fun t-shirt I'm going to wear as a nod to Brett Phillips, my new favorite Ray. And I have it right here, my new gay pride Ooh. Rays hat, my pride yeah. hat. That's such and a I, sick I hat. I love the pride hat. So I'm going to be rocking my pride hat. I'll have my do-rag on underneath, and I'll be throwing out the first pitch. And I'm, I'm just so psyched. I, I, I mean, I know I'm rambling, but. You're all good. You're all good. To be a ball player, I always tell people that if I was allowed to play in high school, because my first year of high school, I didn't make varsity. I got put on JV and I couldn't play JV because the practice was too late and I had no ride home. So that was the end of my baseball career. So I always tell people if I could have played all through high school, I would have been in the major leagues now. And you guys would be talking to me as the oldest major leaguer instead of just a washed up wannabe baseball dreamer. You'd have a documentary called Paul versus Time. Yes. Yeah. That's just me and Brady. Brady would be asking me how he stayed, <laughs> how I stay fit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in my body, I'm, I'm 57, but I still feel like I'm in my 20s. I still, I love playing softball. I love throwing the ball. I love hitting. I love, I mean, this is great. So I'm so excited. And I mean, Same. shout out to the Rays because why would you let me do this? <laughs> so I, I'm I just mean, so. I'm honored. I mean, it's clearly say this won't be a Steve Aoki throw. No, no. Yeah. I, 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 I hope I don't get wild because I don't know how I'm going to get to warm up tomorrow at the drop, but because my kids are coming with me, but I have three daughters, none who play softball, anything baseball. So I need someone to catch as I throw it. I'll probably just find a wall somewhere and throw a couple balls because I have to warm up because my arm's out of gas. So I'm just hoping to get it over the plate with a little bit of heat. I want it to pop the glove a bit. And that's my goal. That's pretty cool. So I am curious because you said that you've been at this job for nearly 30 years working for WFLA. Yes. Have you been a Rays fan since the beginning or did you kind of jump on a little bit later? Oh, God. No, I've been a Rays fan since the very beginning for the very first game, opening day at the Trop. I was working, so I got to go to the game. And for that game, I bought the original Rays, Rays road jersey, the gray one that said when they used to say Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. with the ugly Devil Ray logo. Never a fan of the Devil Ray logo, but I was a fan from the beginning. And I've watched baseball every step of the way. I don't go to a lot of games simply because, and I mean, I don't want to be the guy that's too far to go to Pinellas because it's not because we go to the beach, but I, I love watching it at home. I love like right now, the crew with Brian Anderson and Dwayne, they're, they're great. It's fun to watch. And I mean, I love it when the Rays get way ahead or way behind because then those two start clowning around and it's great TV. And I love and when I'm in the They'll car, I listen anything, on the yeah. radio. I, I, I just, I'm a Rays fan. I don't wear a lot of Bucks gear. There's some things I don't like about the Bucks. Still a huge Bucks fan, but I'm a huge Rays fan. Whenever I travel, I wear my Rays shirt. I have tons of shirts, tons of hats, and I'm always representing the Rays. I have a picture. I don't even know if you can see it. It's up on the wall. I could probably point it, but it's me in Amsterdam wearing Rays gear. So whenever I go road trips, I'm wearing Rays gear. I went out to the Giants game a couple of years ago before the pandemic, and I always support my Rays on the road, even if they're not playing. I'm wearing my Rays. God, so huge Rays fan. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Like that. Always right. Yeah, I mean, so, so you've really been there since the start. So you've kind of experienced everything. I'm sure these, uh, I guess, you know, com- comparatively speaking, these last few years of them being as good as they've been, I'm sure it's been a, a fun ride for you to kind of watch how, how much they've grown. Oh, it's been awesome. And I mean, you, you can all, I, I love Joe Madden. I thought Joe Madden was great for the Rays when he left. I like Ke- the choice of Kevin Cash. I never thought he could be as good as he turned into. I really think he's doing a great job. But basically from Madden on, they've just turned it on and it's a whole new level. And now they compete. And it's just great to see. And I think it all had to do when they changed their uniforms. I kind of like the green uniforms. I have the green old batting practice hat with the TB on it. And it's that weird material. I have an old Rays jersey with the, that weird looking Rays logo they have. But their new logo, I love the sunburst. That's my favorite hat. And so I'm excited. My daughter just got me this. And I'll, I'll have this on. I'm going to do a couple outfit changes at the drop because my daughter bought me a new Rays shirt. But on the back, sweet, it says that says Tai Tai, which is Filipino for father. My wife is uh, Filipino, and so the kids are all half. So that's how I got the name Tai Tai. So nice. I'll oh, be wearing cool. a Tai Tai Rays shirt for a little while, and my Brett Phillips baseball is fun shirt. And I don't have room for my For the Bay shirts. I have a couple of those, and I just love cool Rays jerseys. So any cool Rays T-shirts. I always get, I, I wear race t-shirts a lot, race socks. I have shorts, <laughs> tons of hats. So I, I've been a race oh, no. fan from the beginning. That's, that's so cool. Um, Ripping all over the body. I know. It's... Oh, my, my other cool experience, probably about seven, eight years ago, we went and usually for the race, they let the anchors do stuff or the TV people, the people on air. And I've only been on TV for the last couple of years with the helicopter. And you'll see me occasionally during storm coverage. But we went and they were taking bat, the anchors got to take batting practice at the trough. And so I get there early because I'm always early for my shoots. And I walk in and it's, who was it? I can't even remember now. Two of the old pitchers were just throwing, one was throwing, one was hitting. And 
the Rays PR guy came over to me and goes, hey, is there anything we can do while you're waiting? I go, is there any way I can shag fly balls out in the outfield? Because they're just hitting them and they're just rolling to the fence. He looks and goes, yeah, do you need a glove? And I should have said yes, because maybe they would have got me a glove. But I had brought my own glove. This isn't my normal glove. I brought my glove. And so I went out in the outfield and shagged fly balls. First ball that came to me, I looked up into the trough, into the roof. And I'm like, holy cow, I can't see it because you lose it. And when it came down, it hit me like right in my wrist, not my glove. But from then on, I was able to track it. So I did that. Then after the anchors all batted, they go, do you want to hit? I go, I'd love to. And so I went in, I even had my batting gloves for softball batting gloves. And I was using an old, what was it? It wasn't Ben Greaves. It was one of those old guys that I liked. But I used one of their bats and I hit. And I hit a bunch of balls. I never hit one out. I hit one that should have gone out, but it was foul. But taking batting practice, that was, I said that was my best day at work ever. And I'm thinking tomorrow is going to be even better. So I got to take batting practice in the trop. So that's that fun. So cool. And that's, that's, that's my, my dream. So let it be known that uh, Paul actually <laughs> might might have better um, uh, trop vision than Willie Adamas, it seems like, because Willie Adamas has trouble catching or seeing anything at the trop. So this is uh, th- this is interesting because you said it only took you like one or two and you were able to kind of get everything down. Yeah, but it's tell it's really hard. I mean, if you're a team. Oh, I'm sure. In, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's tough. But I, that's why they should sign me because I can pitch and hit. <laughs> I'm still convinced I can hit more than a buck 25. I probably couldn't, but I say I can. (laughs) Are are you nervous at all for tomorrow? Are you pretty confident? I'm nervous, kind of, but I'm more confident that because I've been practicing, like my wife was asking me, she goes, do they do this for everybody who throws out the first pitch? And I'm like, what? She goes, you got to go to the trop and throw. (laughs) And before that, I got to interview, uh, Josh Lowe and uh, Ryan Yarbrough right when I found out and I go no they don't let I go I'm doing this because of TV I call and ask and so she goes well do they all buy stuff and throw it in their backyard I go no most people just go out and throw it I'm I'm seriously in the back of my head thinking I'm gonna throw it and the Rays are gonna go okay this guy's gonna play <laughs> a tryout story I was gonna tell you is is I was asking Stan Borowski about knuckleballs because I fancy myself as a knuckleball thrower. And I was asking him about the grip and he was showing me the real way to grip it and how you do it. And I asked him, I go, why aren't there any knuckleballers in the league right now? Any good ones? I go, really? The last one was R.A. Dickey. And he said years ago, the Rays, when he came, he got a group, they picked out some people from different, minor leagues that they thought could do it and they basically had a knuckleball camp or a school for knuckleballs trying to find a knuckleballer for the Rays, and nobody panned out he said the hardest thing everybody thinks they can throw a knuckleball and it can move but they can't throw it for a strike so if you can't get your knuckleball for a strike you then have to throw a fastball or a slow ball for a strike and players tee off on it so the Rays tried to get a knuckleballer, and it was just cool talking to Stan about knuckleballs. So knuckleballs, I love the documentary on uh, Tim Wakefield and R.A. Dickey. So 
that was just a neat little sidebar story. That's that, that is really cool and really interesting. I guess it, it does provide a lot more context into why there really hasn't been uh, a guy who's been a knuckleballer in the league in God knows how long. I mean, I mean, Dickie was the last guy and that's been a few years in itself, but yeah, no, they're not really that as, as prevalent as you would think. I'm trying to think like, I, I well, mean, and they don't last long. I mean, Ari no. Dickey was only in the league for probably six or seven years, right? Yeah, yeah and Wakefield he was only good. probably lasted like, the longest. And Gaylord Ari, Perry back in the 70s. And I mean, there's got to be some sort of some sort of like physical health that affects your arm in a really weird way because Ari Dickey was good maybe four or five years. And then after that, he was he was like basically just exhausted from doing it. So it's I'm not just, exactly it's, sure. To me, but, it's fascinating. And so that's what I'm going to – I'll be the knuckleballer for the Rays. I mean, any chance, any chance you uh, throw out some off speed tomorrow, like a last minute decision? I tr- I've been practicing off speed and trying to throw curves and like experimenting. I have zero control. Like <laughs> where I was throwing, it's a bullpen, but it's probably only about six feet across, maybe. So there's fences and it really plays with their mind. And every curveball I tried to throw, every breaking ball, every I would hit the side of the fence. I can't, I can't bring it. So I'm not, you won't see any off speed. So it's going to be straight heat. Because <laughs> I, I, I thought about knuckleball. I thought that would be hilarious. But my knuckleball now, if it was closer, I could throw a knuckleball. You don't realize how far away a pitching mound is till you stand on one. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, holy cow, that's far. So when I started throwing them, I couldn't, I had, didn't have the distance. So you'll see straight heat. Probably you up make, around 90, 95. You got to make sure Brett Phillips gets a, a catcher's glove to uh, the extra padding. Yeah, and to get the pop, the loud you want to yeah. get. <laughs> but I hope Brett does it because, I mean, he, he hasn't been hitting, but he's just, he's so much, he's so fun for the game. Just his attitude, just how he comes out early, signs autographs. He's, he's easily my new favorite player. So, I mean, if he would do it, I think it's great. One morning on the morning show, we were talking about Brett Phillips. I think the catch he made when he was pitching, we showed that the one where he ran and slid. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, he can do everything. Well, he can throw, he can make these great catches in the outfield. I go, the only thing he can't do, he can't, he doesn't follow me on Twitter. So within, by the end of the day, he was following me on Twitter. So oh, that's that was, cool. Yeah. So if he catches it, that would be awesome. If it's Raymond, that'd be awesome. If it was DJ Kitty, I told the Rays PR, I said, the only person I don't want catching me is the Rowdy's Pelican. If I can at least have a Rays person, <laughs> I'll be happy. But the Rowdy's Pelican, I don't know. If, I don't think they could handle my heat. Ooh. Well, I, I, I think that we'll definitely be watching the game uh, beforehand and kind of seeing what what happens to that. And I think it's I mean, it's also gonna be really cool because like I was talking about earlier, I mean, the Brewers are coming to town. There's a lot of old Rays, um, X-rays on that team that are, you know, going to be back at the trop. A lot of guys, a lot of really, really familiar faces in a lot of um, iconic ways. I mean, I mean, we talked about Willie. He was part of the relay um, as much as people maybe don't didn't. Uh, like Renfro's stint with the Rays, he did hit like a 450 foot bomb in the World Series, 
I was that was pretty cool. Um, that was so awesome. That, yeah, that, that was that was an insane. That, I think that ball is still in the air. That ball I, I think it still so is far. as well. And of course, I mean Mike Brasso, one of the most famous moments in Rays history to date. Uh, the home run off Chapman to help the Rays beat the Yankees in the uh, in the ALDS in 2020 kicked off this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Mike Brasso is basically the and, reason why we are as we are today. So I mean, he he definitely plays. Thanks, Mike. Can't can't forget about Renfro's defense in the postseason that year too. He was he was remarkable against the and Astros. his defense last year. I mean, he was iconic. Really, he, was defense. Really, he was a really really good defender. I liked Hunter Renfro. I was sad to see him go. I mean, I I was surprised when they let Willie Adamas out because I mean, I was one of the ones I've heard Wander Franco's name and saw it like clips of them, but I'm always leery about that. But I, the Rays know better, and I mean, Wander Franco's now a superstar. I still like Willie Adamas. I'd still like to have him on the team. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's kind of transition into this Brewer series. So it's a two game set. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they were talking about Brandon Woodruff coming back for the Brewers in the series. He's, I need to ch- he's pitching Oh, tonight. he started tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh, great. I mean, he hasn't been that great this he year. He hasn't been great Brandon, this year, though. Yeah. But it, he's still Brandon Woodruff. So, I mean, take that into account. Uh, so, it's Brandon Woodruff against Shane Boz tonight, which is going to be a really good matchup. Um, I believe this is Eric Lauer. Uh, is, is, is that his first name? Eric Lauer. Cause I know it's not Matt Lauer cause he's the disgraced guy from NBC. Um, yeah. I, I don't know who's uh, pitching for the race. Do you know who's pitching for the race tomorrow? Tonight? TV. No, no, no. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, it's, it is Eric. Lauer. I think it's okay. Springs. I thought it was Springs, wasn't it? Oh, okay. So Springs is, so Springs, yeah, is basically Springs should be back up again. Yeah. Okay. Small. So then, so then he'll be the three for tomorrow, at least from what I'm seeing here. Cause it's just TBD, like ongoing TBD. The race is, it it does say undecided, but I like I was on the website maybe five minutes ago, and it said Jeffrey Springs. So I think I mean unless he just got scratched. I'm just gonna no. assume I'm just gonna assume it's Springs for the for the time being, only because there's so many TVDs, and he's basically the third starter for the race at the moment. So definitely, I mean, two decent to good pitching matchups in this series. We know how good Milwaukee is. We know how good the Rays are, and you know obviously there are faults in that. And it should be definitely a series that will test the Rays uh, when it comes to just whether they can beat the teams that are, um, you know, above 500, the teams that are playoff caliber teams. Uh, Paul, starting with you about this series, how are you kind of feeling about everything? Uh, just with I'm looking, again, positive about it because, again, I do think this is a test because if the Rays can – sweep this granted it's weird two game series i don't like so you can split but i i think they have a good shot i mean even the good pitching from the brewers raves seem to hit good pitching it's the people that they shouldn't they should be able to hit they can't hit so i think they're going to do okay I'm, I'm pretty positive because i think their offense is starting to come around a little bit more the players that aren't hitting are hitting like Bruhan's kind of hitting now. Uh, so I, I always want to think they're going to win. This is going to be a good tough series because I've never seen the Brewers play. I've seen almost every team play. I've never seen the Brewers play in person. And I really don't watch a lot of their games because other than the Rays, I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I, I think they have a good shot. I mean, it just all, it goes to pitching. If Springs has a good game tomorrow, tonight, if Boz can pitch, 
decent. Their bullpen at times scares me, but it shouldn't scare me, but it does. There's some things that I don't like about it, but I'm hoping we win both of them. I think if we do that, it's going to really push it and show that the Pirates series wasn't a just a fluke because the Pirates are bad. I was watching the game over the weekend against the Pirates and they just blow somebody out. They always let them back in. So this is going to be a telling series, I think. It's only two games. It's really not going to say too much. It's just I like it. So I'm, I'm saying the Rays win both of them. That's I like me. It. Uh, Evan, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I, I mean, they're, these teams are extremely even. Um, they're like, I mean, I like, I think I say teams are similar a lot, but I do think the Razor Brewers are really, really similar. Um, they rely heavily on their rotation and bullpen, just their pitching in general. Um, uh, like, obviously, like you just said, we've had a lot of close games lately. Uh, hopefully, we are on the right side of that because. As everybody knows, the Brewers have probably the best closer in baseball. Um, he's, I mean, he's insane jo- hater. He's unbelievable. Um, so, like we've been doing the last couple of weeks, we've been losing those one or two run games. We're going to have to get ahead of them in the ninth inning because it's going to be basically impossible to come back. Um, but I think, I mean, yeah, Woodruff, he's been hittable this year, 474 ERA. Um, 1.24 whip, which is not terrible, but it's not great. Um, and he's not been great on the road. He's one and three with an eight one four ERA. So that's very optimistic for the Rays lineup. Um, I'm, I'm being realistic here. I'm expecting a sweet, uh, split. Just, I don't think we're going to sw- sweep them because they're a really, really good team, but I, I would be content with this split. I don't, I mean, yeah, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. Uh, Gibby, how are you feeling about it? All I know is that if Willie Adamas hits above uh, a 150 batting average this series, I'm going to be really mad at him because if he can do that now, yeah. oh, so so now you can hit at the trot, right? <laughs> like, like what's that about, Willie? Like, so he better just be abysmal this series. Um, no love I, lost. I like Willie. I like Willie. He just has to, you know, he just has to continue his trend in the in the trap, which is, you know, you saw the obvious split between his numbers um, when he was on our team. It was like 150 batting average and like a and like a 0.500 OPS um, at home, and then like he's like a completely he's like an all star on the road, so. It, it was very um it was very confusing so that that trend should continue unless he was just lying to us jk he wasn't like lying to us or, or nothing but um yeah that's that's all i really wanted to say about the series but are we playing five games against the against toronto next the next series are we? yeah we are we have a double head we, we oh, played what the oh, okay five and four games or four days we oh, play thursday the friday then two games on because of the lockout that's crazy um, oh man thanks 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 but, major league baseball <laughs> love you but one more little stat about the raise in this interleague is that we're i think i believe we're 10 and 1 in interleague this year so that's an optimistic sign too um our only loss weirdly enough is against the cubs which is yep. the worst team that we played against in the nl so 
We swept the Marlins in a two-game series. We swept the Cardinals, which I don't have any idea how we swept the Cardinals. That makes no sense. Um, and then we just swept the Pirates. So, yeah, hopefully we can continue that success against the NL. Yeah, I'm hoping for the same thing as um, kind of echoing what everyone's been saying. Hopefully the offense continues to kind of come around as they have been. Um, hoping for the best with with guys like Isak and I know Lowe's average is up to around 200, which is getting better. You know, hopefully he'll be able to get it above 200. Kind of go from there. Uh, pitching needs to needs to rebound. I know that. I mean, it's still a really really good um, you know, bullpen, a really really good pitching staff. But right now with the Rays, one or two runs can make the difference. So just you know making sure hopefully everything will be lights out for them all that kind of moving forward hoping for the best there uh and yeah hopefully i mean if they can if they can take two at least a split if they can take two that would be really really good vibes going into that toronto series because i believe this is the first time that the rays are going up to toronto this year um so yeah it's gonna be tough and then I think we go to Boston for the first time since oh, great. last year's ALDS. So. Yeah, so definitely two big series coming up. So this is definitely going to be a big a thing for of, the race. A lot of – because we've only played – have we played Toronto this year yet? Maybe uh, once. Yeah, yeah. We played them in a series, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. I forget how that series went. If I think, I think we, we played I think them we in two three. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that we, we definitely played them at the Trop. Um, I don't believe that we play them – yeah. Two at the uh, three at the trop. They won two out of three, like you were talking about. Oh, they did. They, they won two out of three. No, 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 no. Rays won two out of three. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, two big series coming up. Hopefully, this one will be kind of the, um, uh, you know, setting up for success in those. Uh, so, Paul, what what we always do is we always like pick a player or a couple um, uh, for any upcoming series. So starting with you, uh, who is your player that you're going to pick um, uh, for this upcoming mini series against the Brewers that you, that you think is going to do well or is going to continue to do well, whatever it might be? I'm going to have to – it's a tough one. But, I mean, I, I, you have to go with Wander Franco because he's coming back. He's here. I want to see him get back on a roll, so I'll, I'll pick him. I mean, I like I'd that. like to pick Fred Phillips, but he doesn't play enough, so I'll pick Wander. I like that. That's a good pick. That's a very, very solid pick. Gibby, who you got? Wander is already playing. You could pick Wander. We're, we're a lot I mean, of pick. I can. But I don't want – you know what? I think Brett's going to get some of this uh, Paul luck if he gets the first pitch thrown to him, but only if he gets the first pitch thrown to him. <laughs> so, if he does, he has at least two jacks this series. That's if How that, many does he have for the well, season? Two or one? Uh, I think three, maybe three. So what happens if he doesn't? Um, well, I don't know. Unspeakable things. Unlucky, (laughs) I guess. So other than, other than Brett, who is Uh, your guy? He has four home runs. I'm going to pick a pitcher. He has four home runs, actually. Oh, yeah. Shane, is Shane Boz? Shane Boz is starting tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Give me him. I like it. That's. I like it. That's a good pick. Another Pirates acquisition. Nice, you guys. <laughs> yeah. You guys, did you guys see that meme, by the way? Oh, it's yeah, so bad. Of all the Pirates I, pitchers. I, I love that. Oh, it's so bad. I feel all so bad. I mean, Youngs. Oh, my God. Man, Pirates fans don't deserve this. I'm sorry, Pirates fans. You guys don't deserve this. Uh, Evan, who you got? 
I'll pick uh, Taylor Walls. I, I'm assuming he's going to be in the lineups both these games. Um, I, he had, I don't know when he had three hits, three or four hits, um, but he played really well in the Pirate Series. Um, hopefully he can continue that success. Um, and on the pitching side, I'm also going to go Boz because in his first start this year, he didn't really – he didn't look great against the Twins. Obviously, it's the first start um, in over, what, six, seven months. So I, I'll give him the yep. benefit of the doubt there. And then he bounced back against the Orioles in a game where the offense gave him absolutely no help. Um, he had an unbelievable start. And then his last start against the Yankees wasn't, like, great, but it wasn't – he only went four and two-thirds. So that's not a great sign. So I'm going to keep with the with the pattern, and I'm going to say that he had that he bounced back from that start, and he shoves tonight. Uh, so I have to do the uh, the the ob- I have to do the obligational. Please get please get healthy soon, Brandon Lau, because my goodness, we need you. In the, he took in the BP. Today. Oh yeah, that makes me feel. Did a lot you hear better. about that? Uh, I mean, no, I didn't hey, hear no about pain, that until right. He said, "Thank God." As long as he can he get back that. soon, that's all I care about. Top, um, Topkins said Lau started taking uh, BP and is pain free. However, Cash said it's still going to take some time. So. Yep. Yeah, no, he's not going to be back until at least August, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be maybe late, late, late July, early August. Another month. Yeah. And I saw um, a video of uh, uh, Glass now pitching today from the bullpen. Yeah. yeah, he put that on his Instagram. He's looking good. He, he should be back hopefully by the end of the year. If the race can get it back by the end of the year, that would be fantastic. Um, I'm just going to go with one guy. Just I'm just going to go with Josh Lowe. Um, cause I've been really encouraged by him recently and I would like him the closest to, thing to, to Brandon Lau. Why don't you the closest remember? thing to Brandon Lau. Let's just go with that. I'll jump on the Josh Lowe train. Cause he got the same last name. I'll jump on that for the time being. I think that's a, wow. yeah, I think that's a steady, uh, steady dose of success. Hopefully will be coming his way. Uh, I, before we go, we have to mention the fracas that happened in Anaheim over the weekend because it's it's worth mentioning what the fuck happened in that game i don't know what i it was there was some bad blood that it that it stirred up over those last few games and everything just blew up in an instant and there was a benches clearing brawl and it was I have no words for it. I'm going to have to write something just about the suspensions because they handed down like like two games suspension. Yeah, yeah. Like 12. I'm pretty sure the interpreter got a suspension. Like random people got. Even Rendon got a suspension. Yeah. You Rendon who's not even. Rendon is out for the season. (laughs) It was a wild, wild affair in, in, in Anaheim. And. My goodness, and what what better way to encapsulate it but then by Jesse Winker leaving and flipping off the fans, throwing the double bird out to the crowd as he's going into the dugout. Just the perfect way of ending that because, wow, that sucked. <laughs> I don't know yeah. anyone else's opinion like on it. I like John but... Boy's breakdown. John Boy's breakdown was 15 minutes long. <laughs> it was so a lot much. to break down. Uh, there was, there was yeah. a lot to break down. And um, there were a lot of punches actually thrown. Yeah, a lot exactly. Of those really aren't punches but this one what's crazy yeah, yeah i mean jp crawford went I mean, absolutely nuts on i don't know who he was going <laughs> after but jp crawford should not be doing he I, I did not think he had that in him so kudos he, to him did, like yeah that was i mean if i'm not can like i'm not 
saying that was a good thing, but if baseball had one of those things like every week, the view they would not be losing viewership because like know, but that's like the same thing as like, oh, you know, what if NASCAR well, didn't like, have wrecks? Well, it's because, like hockey. I mean, hockey, like hockey, every a lot of people love hockey because they're just a bunch of like there's fights every two seconds. Especially like in front of the goalie. Um, obviously, hockey's a more of a contact sport than baseball is, but significantly um, more. That was one of the crazier brawls. Like that was actually a brawl. A lot of yeah, the brawls that, was a brawl. that like like the media, like ESPN might say, it's like, it kind of seems like it's clickbait because it's, it's like, they just, they bench, like they clear the benches. It's, there's nothing. No, like, no, there. like that one was like, 100%. It, no, exactly. Exactly. That was actually a legit brawl, which, yeah, which you don't see often. And yeah, like surveys was on the floor. What did they, I see? Phil I Nevin mean, got suspended in after, 10 games. I didn't even know where he was in it. All like, right. Let, wait, wait, wait. Um. So, so Jesse Winker, goes up to uh the the guy who hit him like literally after the fight after it's calming down and and like the the pitcher like apologizes to him and then he's like dude what the heck why'd you throw at me why'd you (laughs) throw at me he's just like really confrontational about it um i it doesn't really make much sense they're mad about mike trout getting thrown at his head um but in the same vein uh upton got hit in the head actually got hit by an angels pitcher two weeks ago 10 days ago was it 10 days ago so that's not very fresh in their mind they actually hit um upton in the helmet um he was all right after that but um mike trout got two up and in fastballs one was very close to his head um he had the right to be bad at that but um that's kind of where this conflict stirred out from and i just like shohei otani um pulling off one dude and being like, and being so polite about it, and then his interpreter is pulling him off, of pulling, of pulling we, him. Ipe is amazing. He's an amazing. Yeah, human he, being. he was like, all right, no more, no more. You t- this is too much. Face is baseball. Come on. Yeah, it was. I mean, that, that that was intentional though, right? Like we. Yeah. That I mean, that was that looked like the most blatant intentional pitch ever. Just a fastball. Yeah, that today. was that was that was very intentional. Yeah, yes. it. I I I don't I I. Obviously, I never want to see like escalate to that level, but like I don't, I'm not like cri- like criticizing Winker at all. There, he had a complete right to get angry. Oh, at oh that. yeah, he did. Yeah, like he, sure, flipping off the flipping off the fans might yeah, be a little bit a little off, o- over much, but like or overkill, but like he he certainly had a right to be angry. Yeah, at I think because the that Mariners was are definitely, definitely right here, in my in my opinion. Well, the thing about the trout, because didn't they? It was like in the ninth inning, the the day before. Didn't they throw it up and in on him, and it missed, and then he and then hit him the next pitch, right? Might I think. Have, yeah. So, I don't know. The whole I mean, the whole thing was bad, regardless. Thing. I was not good, but I think yeah, that it, it, it was worth. I mean, it's worth talking about because it's like the biggest news that's happened in baseball recently. Uh, that or Harper being out for six weeks because uh, Blake Snell. Can't throw anymore. It seems like really tough to see. Um, no, that was complete. Like, yeah, no, I know it's okay. Man. Well, the catcher was all over him. Like you got up and was like basically nursing him. That's painful though. No, yeah, Harper, what would have Bryce Harper done five years ago? He would have thrown his helmet in the completely opposite direction as the pitcher, but he would have broken the pitcher's thumb. 
that was still the worst throw I think I've ever seen. Oh, like that a helmet was, throw? The Bryce Harper's helmet throw? Oh, yeah, yeah was, no, no, that was terrible. I mean, still, he's it sucks. He's an MVP candidate, and you don't want to see an MVP candidate go down. Yeah, the no, reigning MVP, never. literally. So that blows. It is what it is, unfortunately, in the end. Um, hopefully, Blake Snell will find a way to become a better pitcher this year because, my goodness, he is bad. He is uh, no bueno. <laughs> Former Ray Blake hey, Snell. He will the take Rays know pieces. when to hold them. The Rays know yep, when to hold them. They know when to fold them. They love to sell high. They, they do. They know how to sell high. My goodness. It's the stock market. It, they are. They basically are baseball stock market encapsulated into one team. Neander, I mean, Neander is, should, is probably a beast in the stock market. I don't, he's. I would not be surprised. I think he's a anything. time traveler. I think he just goes forward in time and sees like, oh, this player falls off at this point. So we got to trade him now. I feel like he just sees it ahead of time. Like he he called, like he he traded Austin in a way. Austin's been going through some things, some injuries in in Detroit. Um, so I think yeah, he just knows. He just knows. I don't he know why anybody that. trades with the Rays now. Yeah, I mean, their trades always seem to be one sided, and so I wouldn't trade with them. But, yeah, people it are seems like the Rays trade worked out it, pretty good. It does seem like the risk for trading with the Rays is extremely higher than the reward. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there's a high risk. Teams still do it, so we'll we'll take what we can get because it seems yeah. like the uh, the return is always better than the. Um, I guess what's being given except up. except actually in the, the relevant trade in Willie Domus that trade actually was pretty pretty equal. Yeah, that yeah. trade was pretty equal because we got Rasmussen. And, and, and I mean Fireisen was and like the best pitcher it was the best relief pitcher in the league until he got injured. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh trying to think I don't think that there's really much else to talk about. So I think no. with that being said, um Paul, thank you so much for coming on. We 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 appreciate it beyond words. It it was awesome to talk with you. Uh, oh, no problem. Want, yeah, we want to make sure that you have the chance to plug anything that you want to plug, social media, anything like that. So um, uh, where can people follow you? Where can people follow WFL? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram or really all I do. It's uh, Eagle WFLA Eagle 8 or Eagle 8 photo. And so really all I do, I don't get political. I don't comment on too many things. I just show beautiful pictures of Tampa Bay. So if you want to see how beautiful the area is from the air, because I'm up there every day, follow me. I mean, I'm not going to make comments. Occasionally I'll make comments like this is my one comment. I'm going to go up and say hi to Jeffrey Springs wearing my gay pride hat and some of the other guys in the bullpen that, that cheesed me off a bit. And I, I mean, everybody has the right to do what they want, but it's gay pride. There's really nothing controversial about it. So just wear your cool raise hat wear your patch on your arm and go do your job so exactly that's why i'm wearing it tomorrow just to kind of tell the rays i support pride and it's a sick hat i'm not gonna lie that's awesome by the i'm way. not gonna lie the hat is sick like like they teams do a really really good design with that kind of stuff i'm, I'm i wish lie. it would have had i like the starburst logo i think that would be cooler Ooh, and then the i sunburst logo with that would be the sick. side pink because this was white i don't like that and i don't like the white the logo needs to be pride too, but still a nice hat. It's a sick hat. It, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, so it was making sure. this one in my pink Mother's Day hat. Both are nice, but I mean, MLB usually does a good job with all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. 
and the Reigns logos are cool, so I'm for it. So, yeah, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. You can watch me in the mornings on News Channel 8. We take off in the morning around 5.45, so we fly every morning from like 5.45 till 7.15, and I do traffic hits at like 6.01, 6.10, 6.20, 6.30, 6.40, 6.45, and a beauty shot at the end of the show for 7. So you can see beautiful Tampa Bay from the air. That's really all I do. That's awesome. And enjoy riding around town on my Vespa. So if you see some old guy riding on a cool Vespa, but I have to wear a helmet. So I wear my helmet and that's, that's really all I do. That's awesome. Well, Paul, thank you so much again. We really appreciate it for everyone listening. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of Raise the Roof. We love all you guys. We love the support that you guys have been giving us. Make sure to continue to follow us on social media, Raise the Roof TV, YouTube, Raise the Roof, our podcast, you need to support them uh, as you guys have been. And also make sure to, to to show Paul some love tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be really, really cool to watch him throw yeah, the first good, pitch. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. I need it. <laughs> oh, I'm also doing the seventh inning stretch. So I'll be singing, take me out to the ball game. Oh, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be. So I have to control my beer drinking because my favorite thing about going to baseball is drinking their beer. <laughs> Local craft beer. Hopefully, craft hopefully beer the only. prices, hopefully the prices of the, of the beer oh, will stop. You. The beers are crazy. <laughs> so go Rays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, continue to support us as you guys have been on the podcast, all that good stuff. Um, so again, thanks so much as always for listening. And as always, raise up. Raise up, baby. Raise up.